Today on Women of Color Talk Biz, episode 11 with Anna Podolsky. If you have the skills to be um, empathetic to people, to hear them, that's give you a lot of credits. And I think uh, coming to from the different backgrounds, from the uh, different country, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of strength and it's a lot of um, learning curve to learn different people with the different cultures. They like what could motivate them, you know. Don't be afraid to be out of comfort zone. Very. A common sentence, but that's true. Uh, go to the networking event, and as I mentioned during one of our talks on expat woman, which is perfect, uh, by the way, networking event. Not about quantity; it's about quality, like how you make connection with these people. Right? There's tons of people, but you need to understand who is really could be valuable for you, and you could be valuable for this person. Welcome to Women of Color Talk Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Bariga Wires, and this platform is for you if you want to hear about women of color and their allies sharing work strategies in the trenches from their early years to working their way up as managers and solopreneurs. We're covering areas in tech, media, and the corporate floors of America. Getting access to how they do it is key to knowing how you can move smarter and faster from our diverse community and interviews. Today, we have expat guest speaker Anna Podolsky, who is an agile technical program manager at EasyPost Company. Her background is in agile project and program management, and she's worked in fintech, edtech, and API integrations. She's also an MBA grad from Holt International Business School. I'm thrilled to finally share this recording about Anna's journey as she made her way through the U.S. while job searching as an expat. And honestly, her resilience can inform and help any person looking for work right now. Today, you'll take away how she coped with visa requirements, work permits, and cultural etiquette on her job search, as well as her advice to newcomers. This interview was originally done for the Expat Woman Organization in late 2019, Anna and Nina Caputi have graciously enabled this to hit the internet waves, and I thank them for enabling today's episode. Let's get into the rich story of how Anna rose to the search challenge. So tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from originally, what brought you to the United States? Uh, sure. As you know, my name is Anna Podolska, and that based on my last name, you can figure out that my roots there from Russia. I'm originally from Moscow, and um, that was a very interesting uh, way how I came to US. I was the part of like uh, one big international company for quite a long time, and. It's happened that part of the department where I used to work was uh, sell to another company and they decided to uh, cut some of the stuff. And I was like part of this uh, cut over. Um, and for me, it was like kind of big push to start moving forward. Um, and I decided to do my dream to like, 
implement my dream in real life. I decided to um, studying abroad. I chose the program, MBA program in San Francisco. But before I came to Boston to have like um, half year of preparation, onboarding, uh, like understanding difference between life in Europe, Russia, and US, it was kind of, a lot of things came together and the pro it was proper timing. Uh, it was not easy decision, but I'm super thankful for this opportunity. And um, I'm sorry, can you repeat again what your role was? With that company? Yes, yes. After I finished my MBA in San Francisco, I decided to take another degree in uh, big data, uh, business analytics. And during this um, education, I got a job in a company which is called EasyPost, and my position is called technical program manager. You did the MBA here. Was that an easy process for you? That was one year MBA, which was very, like, very difficult because uh, you have like a full time program when you are like uh, six, seven days per week attending school and you are doing homework right in the school. Uh, I will not call this easy and especially because education in Europe and in Russia um, different from US. It's not like better or like bad. It's just a different way and there's more practice. There's more life um, examples. That's very interesting, you know. Mm -hmm. I will not call it easy at all. It was really challenge and it's changed me a lot, especially because it was international business school. Um, mm -hmm. I used to work with a lot of different cultures, with a lot of different people. It's also teach me a lot of things, how to deal with different people. Um, I know the for young people, the boot camps for coding is very popular in San Francisco. And I know there some of them, they quote their clients that it's 90 to could be 90 to 100 hours a week which sounds absurd um, but I'm just wondering for your program uh, how many hours did you put in I will say MBA was something around 60 hours per week Okay. And I think something from 40 to 60 depends on the workload in different um, months. Mm -hmm. uh, for business analytics, I think it was a little bit easier. It was something around 30 hours, like 25, 30 hours, like a mm -hmm. part-time job. Yeah, boot camps, usually it's very something very intensive, like 100 hours, it sounds like there's no time for sleep. But usually boot camps, the uh, length from two weeks to few months like three or six months top yeah mba was very intense and what's the name of the university that you went yes, to yes sure it's called halt international business school h-u-l-t and did they have a special program to help you get a job after that where they connected you with employers Yes, they are doing a lot of nice things. They have um, career, oh, sorry, career advisors who are helping you with adjusting your resume and LinkedIn profile to American market and to the needs. But you always need to understand everything in your hands. That's kind of little push. It's kind of little tool to help, but it's not the solution. There's like no perfect solution. It should be a mix of different approaches and different tries. Uh, also, they have like uh, in university career fairs when they invite former students who are working in the company when they're inviting some another companies. We have session with mock interviews. Like I will say it's like a whole path which helped me to understand better market and how to present yourself.
but not like other places where I've heard like where they actually connect you to the employer. I have interview with a Google recruiter in my school as well when they invited oh, okay. them for a mock interview. Yeah, we were connected with the real employers as well. Uh, yeah, but I will say that that was probably, I don't know, 15%, 10% of my all strategy and plan how to land the job here. I understood that this is like, and that was a problem with some people that they think that university or some friend will give you a solution and this will be perfect solution which applicable for everyone. Everyone different, everyone case is different. You need to sit down and understand that looking for a job, job where you would love to work, it's also a strategy and be a full-time job like right. to prepare i prepare some uh, documents uh, to which company i already apply right which kind of um, cover letters right and i was looking not only for the name of the company right like google i was looking into the position which which will align with my experience like proper evaluation is very important i will say that what i figure out and sometimes i see in myself that we are as a women uh, quite often underestimate ourselves like right i was speaking with the guys who is applying to the job where they are matching like 30 percent right they like okay i will 30 percent <laughs> and we are as a woman see like okay i'm like 70 80 percent about like this description mm -hmm. i don't feel comfortable to apply there's like something missing you see mm -hmm. this is kind of evaluation of yourself is also important well yeah i've heard that before but 30 percent i have not heard that I, That's interesting. I can see how guys applying you know well also if you were to even get the job then you would be in a situation because you, then you're going to have to do a lot of learning very quickly to be able to produce at the level that they're going to expect in like yeah. say three months or maybe one month or maybe the week you get there who knows and you got to be ready for that part <laughs> yeah. you need to get foot into the door you know and um, that's how some people making foot into the door right they are using all possible chances even they are matching like 30 percent so can you share your career path in the U.S. and what you currently do and what your job entails? Absolutely, yeah. I was uh, happy to receive this opportunity after more than 200 rejections, which I received. Um, yeah. Uh, and that was very specific rejections, right? Because I was looking into specific job role. My background always was in engineering. And my last position in Europe was a technical project manager. And I was willing to continue working in this kind of field, like the field which connecting engineering background, with engineering teams with the business teams. And I was looking for a technical project manager, technical program manager. And I was lucky enough to be part of uh, my company, Easy Post, uh, as a technical program manager. Mm -hmm. Like the main responsibilities, what do we have? We are like our team, the one who is responsible for um, resource allocation in engineering team to understand who is doing what, what is the workload, what is the bandwidth of the, each team. We're the one who is connecting dots in the company like we know what different departments are doing we have all this kind of information which projects and programs running across the teams we're helping uh, cross-functional projects to run smoothly and also checking and tracking timeline 
focusing on workload, making sure workload is at a good balance, bandwidth, tracking cross-functional teams. Yes, correct. Uh, and then I would imagine also when you say resource that resources, that would mean people too? People, yes. We're um, managing like what is the resource planning, what is the people planning, how mm -hmm. it looks like, uh, planning short-term and long-term goals. Did you like it? I'm in love with my job. I think it's great. Every week, uh, full of new challenges. Company is very interesting. There's like whole life here. We're growing a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I'm really very happy here and I have amazing team, um, team members. I have a great manager who is mentoring me, teaching me about like some tools and things, how to manage properly, some communications. It's it's very interesting experience. I'm really happy to be in, and it's healthy environment. You know, it's it's very important. Work life balance here is, uh, it, it's it's important part. If there was anything you could say that you did, you're not very fond of in that type of job, that you don't like so much, are there any parts of it that you feel that way about? I think as soon as you start feeling like this, there's a time to move. Mm -hmm. time to discuss something with your manager like why you don't like it uh, right now i don't have anything of this i don't have this feeling and for me in my past previous experience that was a signal for me when i woke up on monday morning and i'm like oh no i need to go to the work that was a big signal for me that i need to change something uh, what visa did you come with to the u.s yeah I came as a student and I maintain my student visa. In the U.S. there is a rule after you receiving higher education here, you have a one year um, work authorization. Uh, this work authorization usually starts after nine months, I think, um, of you being there's like there's different exceptions like for my one year MBA uh, I like my work authorization began 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 um, after nine months in US mm -hmm. uh, that time when you can start doing internship or you can go to the some company after a few months after your um, education finished you have one year to work in US but because I have also a mathematical degree like in big data and big mm -hmm. in um, data analytics uh, it's gave me a two years uh, extension it's called stem extension that mean your work need to be related to some uh, stem fields is statistic um, economics mathematics i think need to double check how it is yes so right now i'm on a student visa with a work authorization right now you are yes 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 i am i will applying for extension in the end of this year for next year Mm, okay, so after, so you got extended for two years because it's a STEM-oriented yes. role. Yes. Then you can apply for an extension again? Uh, there is a next question, what I will do. I will discuss this with the immigration lawyer, how we will go, if it will be. That, that question is an uh, open-ended question, what will be. We'll discuss with company and with immigration lawyer. Mm, okay, so the hope is that there will be another extension. Uh, we'll see that there's a different rules with extension there's different type of visas depends on the your position depends on your location mm -hmm. it's uh, like a very long process like for right now it's a f1 visa plus stem extension oh i hope you get it 
<laughs> always yeah. nervous. All all these visa things were very nervous. I'm always nervous to prepare proper um, bench of documents to like apply everything correctly. I've had a few friends that have had to go through that process, or you know that maybe they get you know some of them got married here, and so you know their worries were over. <laughs> but it's I have a lot of friends from other countries, and it's always a big issue. But I do hope you get it, and I'm, it sounds like you have a strong case, and you got a lawyer, so that's good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's, yeah. You never can predict. So how did you get your – okay, so you kind of explained how you got your work permit. You got your work permit through your STEM extension. Uh, first through university. University automatically give you, after you're finishing higher oh. education, one year. It's called OPT, one year OPT for working authorization, yeah. In getting the work permit, uh, were there any challenges that you faced? Uh, it was like just to uh, follow carefully all instructions, which documents, there's a lot of documents which you need to uh, collect, but I think our school done pretty good job with uh, helping um, with this uh, question. They um, gave us few webinars, they gave us all papers, like there were, was a uh, highlights what you need to prepare mm -hmm. it, it's i will say it's 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 very challenging you need to pay attention and be careful and i'm just curious for the visa and the work permit uh at any time did you have to go do a face-to-face -face interview with anybody yes to... i'm doing every year renewal of my visa in american embassy in moscow because uh -huh. there's a two types of visa the one which allowed you to stay inside us right mm -hmm. for work authorization or for study and there's another visa which is in your passport which allowed you to cross the border back and forward for this visa like um you need to go and renew this to the american embassy right that's mean outside of us and i'm going i'm flying for this face-to-face uh, -face meeting with the consul uh, to Moscow, embassy, American embassy in Moscow, yeah. Oh, They're asking oh. questions just to understand, like, what's your purpose of getting this visa? Uh, like, why we need to give you this visa and which kind of supporting documents you have. Like, you need to have on your hands these documents which allowed you to stay in U.S., inside U.S. Wow, it's too bad they can't do it on Skype. So what is one thing you're proud of achieving in your career in the United States? To communicate and understand a lot of people, their goals, their fears, mm -hmm. um, and their aims, you know, because if you are, have, and it's called, one word for this is empathy, right? If you have the skills to be um, empathetic to people, to mm -hmm. hear them, that's give you a lot of credits. And I think uh, coming to from the different background, from the uh, different country, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of strength and it's a lot of um, learning curve to wow. learn different people with the different cultures. They wow. like what could motivate them, you know. I will say empathy, motivation of the people, that's what I'm proud and I've always been amazed at people who come here from other countries because they're thinking in another language there's a second language and they're doing critical thinking skills to yeah. make it here which is incredible I mean I don't have to do that you know if, maybe if I went back to you know my dad's home country I would have to do that but I'm not challenged with that although I've worked with um, a lot of ESL students in a previous career 
that that shows a lot of intelligence, you know, and then to go and navigate your career here in tech and STEM. That's amazing. Thank you. My I I, I'm not sure right now on which language I'm thinking more often. Is it Russian or English? I think I have both. And uh -huh. especially when I'm texting with someone in Russian and someone coming to me and asking, there's like coming the point when it's difficult, like, oh, I just text in Russian. Then someone asking me something in English and my brain uh -huh. like, tick, 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 tick. And I'm learning right now German language. And that's wow. like German words coming into my head as well. Uh -huh. I just pop up and I'm like in the morning I was doing like have my breakfast and I'm like what this German word means why it's pop up in my head sure. what were some of the challenges you faced looking for a job after you moved here and what did you do to overcome them challenge number one amount of rejections that you need to be ready that you will have a lot of rejections I think you need to be prepared it's like easy to tell right now when you have a job, but like I remember myself, how I motivate myself and telling Anna, everything will be okay. Like you will get it. You know, what are you, what are you doing? You have a plan. Everything will be fine. Rejection is number one. A second challenge is cultural feed. When it's coming to the point of like interview or we'll say networking, right? You need to understand that you need to be culturally fit into the society. It doesn't mean that you need to fake yourself. No, no, no. That was my point to be culturally fit, but still staying myself. Like Anna Podolska is still Anna Podolska, but I know how to navigate between like different people, right? Which kind of topics discuss with them or which kind of questions ask and to be careful with uh, my judgment with my um, judgmental like way of thinking like oh why do you think like this that's not right no you need to be ready that cultural that's a like long way of cultural feed someone doing it faster someone doing it it's take longer again uh, like being from russia and working in russia and europe it's completely different than u.s and that was also the challenge for me uh and third one i think Again, underestimating yourself uh, because um, some some things which which is we think is obvious, like some of your skill set, you think it's obvious, but when you present, when you're selling yourself, mm -hmm. you need to highlight this, right? Because it's obvious for you, but not obvious for recruiter or for hiring manager. And that's again when your cultural uh, behavior is coming, right? Um, that I know back in Russia, a lot of things you don't need to say People assume that you know this, right? Where here, um, I'm going through resume and I'm highlight. Okay, I will mention this. I will mention this. I done the script for myself. What I should um, tell and uh, understand if the, after interview, I telling myself, Anna, you done everything what it's possible. If they will say no, that's me. No, we're moving forward. That's I think three points: rejections, cultural feed and underestimating yourself you said cultural feed feed f-i-t oh feed. cultural fit ah what advice do you have for immigrant women who have moved here and are looking to get work permits find a job or fit in at the workplace like i think and that's what i found during mba a lot of people don't know what they want like sit down and write your strategy, sit down and write points, what you need, because that's too generic, like to have a work permit, to have a work. No, it's too generic. Go through like all these points and uh, make the bullet points 
like how you achieved all this what exactly you want which kind type of job you're looking for which kind of company you're looking for like formatting and shaping your thoughts it's very good uh tool you know to understand your path i think that's uh my uh, advice number one advice number two uh, don't be afraid to be out of comfort zone very uh, common sentence but that's true uh, go to the networking event and as i mentioned during one of our talks on expat woman which is perfect uh, by the way networking event not about quantity it's about quality like how you make connection with these people right there's tons of people but you need to understand who is really could be valuable for you and you could be valuable for this person. Don't approach and ask him like, can you give me a referral? That's not how it works. You need to find some common ground. You need to uh, like develop interest inside this person, why he or she uh, will help you, right? Like a lot of people want to help, but they need some justification why, why they should spend time, right? Time is money. Um, yeah, networking, um, strategy, and I think positive mindset. Yeah, it's, that's very important here to have like positive mindset. Uh, don't give up. It, it will hard, it will difficult. Be prepared that it will be hard. But if you are like, you knowing what you're doing, you have like supportive people around you and you believe in yourself, I think you, you can do whatever you are supposed to do. And of course, again, realistic, not underestimate, but realistically um, self-evaluate yourself. And then if you were going to, to do this all over again, is there anything that you would do differently in your path to the United States here and the career uh, navigation that you took? Maybe like that's about experience. I gather experience during all this ups and up and down, like all of these rejections, maybe if I know before, like what I'm telling you right now, mm -hmm. like maybe it will be shorter path to, um, to receive a job, right? But in general, I think I done pretty good job, you know, there's nothing to complain about. It was not easy, but that's the way how it should be. I I don't say that oh I will done everything completely different. It was it was learning curve, you know. There was some bumps. Um, and I forgot to ask you because um, you mentioned how long. I mean, you mentioned it, there were a lot of rejections, so mentally get prepared for that. Uh, and did it take six months? Did it take a year? A year. It took a year. A year of rejections. Yes. Like we have three hundred sixty-five days, right? That means some days okay minus uh, maybe one month i was outside uh, that means 330 days and 200 rejections almost every day so resilience and do you do anything to help keep up your resilience now with the challenges that you're dealing with because you know everyone has something some people meditate some people exercise sauna whatever um what do you do exercising for sure i decided to, to keep subscription to my favorite uh, sport gym even it was like very tight to the budget it was kind of my pumping up moment that i'm attending this gym mm -hmm. um and sometimes i i like 
to have this tradition brunch on Sundays. That's also like kind of nice thing. And you know, if you want to have brunch, that means you need to have some money. Mm-hmm. And that's also motivating. Okay, okay, I need to work harder because I want to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sport for sure, it's helped me a lot. Sport, um, nice uh, parks to walk and just to, if it's not today, it will be tomorrow. If not this one company, that will be another one who will wait for you. All right. Um, and do you have any final comments? I will say the final comment, ladies, be positive and confident, but be self-aware. Okay. So thank you for your time. Bye. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. To learn more about Anna Podolsky, you can say hello to her through her LinkedIn profile found in the show notes. You can hear this show and subscribe on 96% of podcast apps for free through websites like Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, as well as Alexa. Join our community of guest speakers and listeners on LinkedIn or Instagram at WalkTalkBiz. W-O-C Talk Biz. To catch previews of upcoming episodes, find them on our social profiles. You can send in your anonymous questions and topics that you need to hear on this show to move ahead in your career journey. Go to www.walktalk.biz, that's W-O-C Talk.biz, or email me at info at walktalk.biz. I can take questions and requests to be a guest there as well. Our newsletter will be launching in this year, so lock that in for early exposure to the interviews before going live. If you found value in this show, share an episode with a friend and stay connected with the pulse of women shaping the world today. We're grateful for your listenership. Tune in for another gem on diversity, work, and living out your vision soon.